So just to let everybody out there know, our quick little update, uh, we got reached out to by Sage on Twitter to let us know that we were initially correct. Samara attends a prep school in the area, and she is a high school student, so whatever the Pretty Little Liars wiki says she's 24 is wrong. So anything that we say from this point forward about her being an adult, like, we already recorded it, so we can't go back and fix it. But this is our way of going back and fixing it. So, okay. Woohoo! I don't know. Hello, friends. Usually our intro is fun, but I'm going to just let everybody know that at some point in this episode, we discuss the topic of suicide. So if that's something that makes you uncomfortable, uh, it's at about the... I don't know. We had about 30 minutes before that. Okay, so it's at about the 30-minute mark. Um, it's a discussion involving Byron and Mike and Ella. So if you get to about that point, then go ahead and just skip forward if that's something you don't want to hear us talk about. Thanks. So you want to read it, Addie, since you responded to sure. it first? Sure. Um, I don't – I'll just say her first name. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So as an update to our – episode eight ariana sent us a message saying hi again so i'm currently listening to the latest episode and i'm at the part where you guys were wondering about cbd and thc well i own a cannabis business and i can tell you that cbd doesn't get you high and thc does and cbd does not show up on a drug test however cannabis isn't a drug it is an all-natural herbal medicine that has been used in ancient cultures for centuries, including Egyptian and Native American tribes. Thank you, Ariana. I did not know any of that. <laughs> I had no idea it was, like, used for so long. I didn't know that either. I didn't realize uh, that CBD didn't show up in a drug test. Me that, yeah, that was also news to me. So uh, this was super fascinating, and I love learning things. So thank yeah. you. If you have so, any more uh, things to teach us. Yeah, if anybody else us hears us say something <laughs> dumb and wants to correct us, I love it. Um, there was something else. Oh, we were talking about steroids entering your system through the, like, topical cream. Yeah. Because this, that was when uh, uh, Emily, like, Ren had to come in and be like, you tested positive for steroids. <laughs> So we is he the only about... fucking doctor in this town? Oh, seriously. Ugh. Ugh. So why is... Oh, I forgot. They're not at the... I don't know why I keep thinking they're at the Philadelphia hospital that they talked about once before. Yeah, he's, but... he's doing his residency in Rosewood. That's the other thing is, like, uh, why doesn't he... Like, who's his attending physician? Somebody's supposed to be in charge of Ren. Wait, guys, we're getting off topic. Um, but yeah, so that's future us popping in to let you know that we learned some fun things. Thanks, Ariana. you should be learning um, new things every day. Open it's your wonderful. Mind. Yes. So if you ever hear us say something that you know something about and we don't, please by all means reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have an email, uh, and that's all in our outro at the end of the episode. So. Yeah, and we'll I have linked you. some stuff. I've linked some stuff in our show notes, but we'll give you the update. Yeah, you'll you'll get a shout out in our updates. Updates. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Updates. 
All right, kids. Are so we I ready? did. I did. I w- I will jokingly add how I responded. Cause oh, since it it's was a, yeah. And when I opened, okay, <laughs> when I opened this message, because I got a notification on my phone because I'm logged into our Instagram, and like by the time I got there, Addie had already responded to this person, and I tried to like like our own response, but then I felt like it would look dumb. <laughs> But I like, I just put, I signed an A and then I put in parentheses. I was like, but not that A. <laughs> With a little, the little cry laughing oh, emoji yes, that cry. apparently only us old Dates people us. use. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. This episode was dumb. <laughs> right. That's my starting thought. I think I wrote gross the most amount of times that I've ever written gross about an episode. That's honestly impressive. You write gross a lot. Welcome to Podcast of Pretty Little Liars Podcast, where we're watching and discussing every episode of Pretty Little Liars, one at a time, spoiler free. My name is Emily. I'm Kelly. And I'm Addie. Emily and Kelly have seen all of Pretty Little Liars. Addie is experiencing the show for the first time. This week, we're discussing Season 2, Episode 9, Picture This. This episode was written by Janelle Lennon and directed by Patrick Norris. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, my mind immediately wanted those names to be John Lennon and Neil Patrick Harris. Like that that's okay. Sorry. John Lennon and Chuck Norris. No, Patrick, <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. That's Perfect. what my mind decided. Um this episode was written by Jonelle is it Jonelle? I don't I thought it was Jonelle. Okay. I have that no was how idea. I read it, but I have no idea. This episode this episode was written by Jonelle Lennon and directed by Patrick Norris. Picture This originally aired on August 9th, 2011. And this is the one where, since Jason came back to Rosewood, there have been questions about him. Some don't trust him and are suspicious of his motives for returning, while others see him in a different light. Aria, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer are no different. What? They're no different than everyone else. Some of them are suspicious and some of them are like, no, he's cool. I want to bone him. (laughs) That makes sense. Uh, I also stole the recap everything, like, summary for this because it was too good. (laughs) Aria has sex dreams about Jason DeLaurentis. Jason's peculiar hobby comes to light because that was more accurate in my opinion. I mean, yeah. Um, Last week, Addie's predictions included... (laughs) Ren is a stand-up dude? Maybe. Isabel is pregnant. Ezria ends before Arya is 18. Hannah yelling at the PI fucks up the family for Caleb. And for this specific episode, it's picture day. Or someone is going to say, picture this, and it isn't going to fucking matter. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait, did anyone even say picture this? I don't think so. I don't think yeah, so. Me either. I'm assuming it's in reference to Jason's creepy pictures of Aria. I thought that. Ugh. All right, I think it's my turn to read the previously on. I'm okay, I apologize. I apologize in advance for this previously on Addy. Oh, Holy boy. shit, so much happened. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> what if we All tag right. team this one? Like, everyone will read one rapid fire. No, Addie has to read them all, or one person has to read them all. Because I got it's it. Not all, it's not all previously on stuff. Some of them are like weird commentaries. Oh. <laughs> all right. Previously on Pretty Little Liars, Toby found a stick. Dad set the stick on fire. Maybe the stick killed Allie. Mike is a drama. <laughs> Mike is a drama teen. Get it? Like drama queen, but teen. Sorry. Someone is following Caleb. M head high. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I was like, she had, she was high in her blood. All right, M had HGH in her blood. Hannah wants mom and dad to get back together. Allie was buried alive. Allie's killer is dead. Maybe Jason, Fitz, and Arya love triangle. Please no. <laughs> Flashback where Jason and Allie are mean to each other, and it involves the now on fire stick. Jenna and Garrett did something to Jason. Where the hell is page five? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I enjoyed that. <sighs> I meant to type dramatic teen and then it came out drama teen and then I like <laughs> laughed at myself. So I made like little comments. It worked for me. Bad. Bad. I apologize. <laughs> this one opens on Aria's sex dreams. Which I started yes. with an ew. It was my first yeah. Wow, an ew, not a gross. I would have been like a yuck. No, ew, ew, ew. Not ooh. Ew. Uh, but yeah, so Arya has like a sex dream about Fitz. And then it becomes and then Jason. It Jason. Ooh. Ooh. I can't get behind a love triangle that's two adults trying to fuck a child. Nope. Although, to be fair, in this dream, she's trying to fuck them. True. Still bad. Still bad. Children and adults should not have any kind of intercourse. But like, but like a child like having fantasies like whatever the fact that it's being acted upon yeah that's is where up. the issue is and Fitz was gonna have sex with her in his office and it's so illegal Wait, okay what when so what? in his in later his in the office, episode she like she like pounces on him trying to make herself feel less guilty for having a sex dream about Jason so she's gonna have sex for real with Fitz and he's like ready to go. And then the he weird thing be. about their She's office. A child. So his door has that glass window that <laughs> she's like, does this door lock? And he's like, no, it doesn't. So she pushes the chair up. Mm -hmm. But then later in the night, when he comes back after class, there are blinds on that window that were not there before. Oh, I have to go back and watch that. Yeah, it wasn't blinds. It was just like textured glass. It didn't it even like frosted it, glass. It just it looked like normal glass. It was because I was like, there. I was like, they're totally visible on that couch. When she closed the door, it it's like that. Um, it's like the glass that they use for like shower doors Still and stuff. So it weird. was like textured, but like you can see shapes and stuff. So like if you're doing it on a couch and someone walks by, they probably could tell. Yeah. It was um, awful. 
so Arya has a weird sex dream. Oh, and then it cuts from her waking up to Spencer, Hannah, and Emily down in the basement again at the morgue. And I'm sorry, but like what department downstairs is Jenna going to? Radiology, for- I think. That's but what like, I thought. Maybe, but like everybody it just, goes to radiology. It makes it's very no relatable. sense that it's a creepy in a creepy basement, and she's like a patient going for well, a I legit. Thought, I thought radiology because maybe like since they're talking about getting her eyesight back, like they have to do a scan of her to like see if there's maybe something like in the way or whatever. Oh, like in the yeah. That's what I thought they yeah. said that radiology was in the basement. So yeah, I which we you. all agreed was stupid. But like, it just makes no it's sense just a that dumb they have place patients. For radiology yeah. to be. it's a dumb place for them to put something that patients have oh. to like go to. The other thing I thought was super dumb was when Hannah was trying to remain undercover and she's like, and I told that patient, ew, I wouldn't shave that. And yeah. I'm like, you're a candy striper. You're not you're shaving, not shaving anything. anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was also, some peak dumb in this episode. What is this <laughs> timeline? So Arya wakes up from her sex dream and they're already at the hospital, but they like didn't bother to invite Arya. Well, no, they knew she was getting busy. That's weird. <laughs> um, so then they're at school talking extremely loudly about, very closely to Jenna, about how she's going to get her eyesight back. Oh, my God. Um, and Hannah says something like, she's scary with four senses. Imagine what she's going to do to us with five. And then Spencer's like, and if she can <laughs> so see, bad. she can aim a gun. I'm like, yeah, what a weird been a gun. Yeah. Everything is ridiculous. Um, and that, so I thought it was kind of funny, Emily and Arya's, dis, oh wait, or was it Spencer? No, I think it was Emily, about Arya's sex dream. Oh yeah, it was Spencer, uh, Arya was telling Spencer about it. Oh, wait, no, I thought it was Emily. Oh, no, 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 you're right, Arya tells yeah, Emily about it. And Emily was so judgmental as if, like, Arya was actively cheating on Ezra and, like, willing yes. to let and me like, have I these mean, dreams. But I was, Okay, like, I get maybe she's freaking 16. out because Jason's creepy. I, like, but... I thought I was, like, you know, if I was 16, again, and my friend told me about a sex dream, like, the leap I'd go to in that one. It's, like, but now as an adult, you're, like, eh. <laughs> it's not yeah, a big like, deal. Well, and, like... Emily says that thing to Arya about, like, it's not about what, like, they want from you. It's about what you want from them or whatever. I'm like, bitch, no. A dream is, like, a dream. A dream is nonsense. A dream is a wish your Your heart heart makes. makes. Like, there was one time, and I I had never seen Jurassic Park before. I probably had only seen the part where the lawyer gets stepped on in the bathroom. I had a nightmare that I was at Disneyland and Godzilla stepped on me <laughs> in a bathroom at Disneyland. So, like, dreams are nonsense. It, it, well, was I also had a dream like, that Nick Jonas rescued me from a sleepover that I didn't need rescuing from. So, like, and I was, like, 19 or 20 at the time that I had <laughs> this dream. So, I mean, it's also <laughs> just, like, I love how... Well, I mean, I hated it. I love it for the dramatic annoyance that Emily was just trying to make it out. This is all Arya's fault. Like, how dare Arya have a dream like that? 
like it's all your fault because you're around Jason and it's like I don't what no yeah it was like she she was acting like Arya intentionally chose to have a sex dream about Jason yes yeah. and then like she was shaming her for it and mm-hmm. she was like I'll only keep your secret if you promise not to see Jason again it's not like she was like making out with Jason and then she had a sex dream or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was super. That was like a weird reaction. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like because I I just wrote oh, s- oh oh sorry. I was just gonna say I think you should let your friends sleep with whoever they want to sleep with. It's not your business. But also, you should definitely let them dream about whoever they want to dream with. That's incredibly not your business. Yeah. Who cares? You can I, dream about sleeping with whoever you want. Except I, I don't know. I support her friends keeping her away from Jason solely on the fact that he's another grown adult in Rosewood trying to fuck a child. Yes. But he's yes. really Other pretty. than that, I agree with you. No. I, the other thing I thought was really funny, when at first Arya, like, very much hinted that it was a dream, wink, wink, and Emily was like, what? <laughs> like, she, I just wrote, Emily... Or I was like, how dense is Emily? Emily then, doesn't understand. She doesn't understand love the way that other people do, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think any of these 16-year-olds understand love that well. <laughs> Except also, maybe Hannah this episode. I will say Hannah the most. I Hannah know was, the Hannah Caleb stuff this episode was really uh, good. Yo, Caleb's uh, a great Caleb's a great little actor. Oh, I, I love Tyler so Blackburn. sad for him. I was like, his eyes. Oh, he's my favorite. They're he's so a good sad. crier, too. Like, some actors and actresses are not, like, cute criers. <laughs> he's, a, like, he's a cute crier. It doesn't, like, me- it doesn't, like mess up his face. <laughs> um, I'm an ugly crier, so I feel oh that God. on the level. I, like, snot and hyperventilate, yeah. so I'm um, the worst crier. That's not cute. Um, Let's see. Oh, Emily's throwing all the creams in the house away. And some, like, all of this made me so angry. Like, all of the, like, A-related stuff this episode made me so angry. Because they all have written proof that they are being blackmailed and extorted. And, like, you know, A's not Even smart. Even just bullied, you know? Yeah, like, A's not smart because a smart person wouldn't put any of this shit in writing. But, like, everything is in writing. So it'd be very easy to, like, show some uh, Samara the text instead of, uh-huh. like, continuing to lie to her about why she gave the phone number. Yeah. And, like, fine. Don't tell her that night because obviously A is watching. But go find a private place to have a conversation, like, the next day. Because like, A is not watching you the whole time. Like, you could find somewhere to have that conversation. She also could have been, she literally could have told, I forget the girl's name, that she wanted to hang out with her. And yeah. That's what, and, like, she literally could have been, she could have been like, let's hang out sometime. Or, like, make it very obvious that this is a friend move. Right, but then, like, her her thought is then that A would have released this stuff if it seemed like a friend but, move, but... I mean, either way, when she's, like, A can't, for the most part, listen in to what they're saying. She just is seeing the physical... A is seeing, like, the physical action. Right, the handoff. Because I was like, she could have handed her, like, 
something that wasn't her number on it like, yeah she oh here's a said, napkin she could have said like here's my number and then when the girl opened the thing it could have said like long story like i'll explain later or something like that you know she could have written anything on that piece of paper it didn't have to yeah. be her number um but it just like at they this dig point, themselves the, into deeper holes yeah at this point too she's already told samara not about a but about the letter being a fake yeah like and samara handled that really well so i feel like m knows that she could trust this person with yeah likes this kind of information but and doesn't but 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 to how do i want to say this aria or emily has trusted her with something what if samara was just being chill about it so to get her to tell her more things so that she could like make cause a muck of somehow you know like i don't know i wouldn't trust i wouldn't tell anybody i don't think i don't know i get where she's coming from with not wanting to share i mean i get it because all she wants to do is swim competitively and at this point the blackmail that a has on her could end any career I really wonder how A got those medical records. Like, I get A hung out in the morgue. The same way A was just sleeping in the morgue all day. Oh, man. I mean, today, we've all been today there. while I was watching this episode, like, Corey was walking in and out of the room, and he kept making commentary, and I had said something about A in a morgue, and he's like, I don't need the play-by-play. I was like... No, this person spent like 12 hours in a morgue. And I'm like, does anyone visit a morgue in a hospital? Oh, and. Oh, yeah, because this, like in the flashback where it was like, you have high levels of HGH. Corey was like, that's dramatic. And then we both talked about steroids and how you take them. And we were like, it's probably pretty unlikely that she had such a spike in her blood of HGH just from a tube. That she's yeah. Yeah, no, there's, on topically. Like, in reality, if she Continuation was Continuation of a conversation from, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, no, the HGH was last week. She put the cream but I think, on two I think weeks we, ago. We found out she, it was we saw, last week. Yeah, we but I think at the end of... the HGH yeah, but two I think, weeks ago. Okay, I can't Yeah, but we didn't either know. Way. Yeah, so we saw I accidentally a, read that spoiler. Yeah. We saw A put it in two episodes ago. Then last episode is when M finds out that she's got HGH in her blood. And we kind of talked about how we don't know how to take yeah, steroids. But, like, it's highly improbable that, like, she would test for steroids at a level that seems like she's taking them to enhance her swimming. Yep. Yeah. Because, like, if I, if I, like, puff my inhaler... I will test positive for steroids, but not at a level that someone would be concerned that I'm taking steroids at a level. Like, Where so- do you even get steroids to take in terms of like not non-medical? Like not, how do you, how do you even get non-medical steroids? Probably I don't the understand. the same way you get meth. Like there's <laughs> a, a guy knows corner? a guy. Yeah, I don't know. Creepy guy with point. a backpack in a dark parking lot in a trench coat. Because that's how like, all drug dealers look. 
or if you can like fabricate it i'm sure there are like some biologist students that can do it and make a pretty penny off of it you think that yeah people can just make steroids in a i mean i guess I steroids know. are just made in a lab i don't know you're right i don't know i don't know what that's what i was saying if it that's what i'm saying you're not doctors not a doctor <laughs> i'm on the recap everything website mm-hmm. and so it's a a screen grab of the episode M is like side eyeing Jason as he walks by and he's staring at Aria and he's walking next to like the kid that he's counseling mm-hmm. and they pointed at Jason and it says past stoner. They're pointing at the kid <laughs> that he's counseling and it says future stoner. And then there's a thing pointing at Emily that says also on drugs. <laughs> um, the caption for the scene is Aria confesses to her friend that she had a wet dream about Jason last night. And Emily's like, OMG slut details please oh my god so whoever writes this is i'm a big fan recap everything i don't know who you are but i love you please marry me and have my children (laughs) it's perfect yeah they're so good um so So oh also us reading reading (laughs) just reading recap everything so also according to recap everything aria doesn't think it's her fault that a hot naked jason has been invading her dreams since she can't control how her brain works when she's sleeping thank you and then oh we have plenty of evidence that aria has no control over her brain regardless of the time of day believe you me (laughs) and me. I think I feel that on all kinds of levels because I agree that and not just Aria but all of these girls don't necessarily think things through all of the time um, so then we kind of touched on it but to ease her guilty conscience Aria goes straight to Fitz because after Emily kind of slaps her around and is like you cheated on Ezra in your dream she goes straight to Ezra and is like, let's fuck in your office. We've never had sex before, but this is a great first time. And Fitz goes, I only have 15 minutes. And she's like, that's okay. I'm like, that's no, it's not, time. girl. It is not more than enough time to have sex for the first time with someone. Correct. And and I don't know also, what Arya's sex life has been like prior to this, but this if this is like her first time, first time, in his office on his dirty couch while people could potentially walk in just doesn't seem fun to me personally. I think Especially when she's doing it out of guilt. Yeah. So I think your first time should be whenever you feel comfortable to have your first time. I'm not here to like judge anyone, whatever. But I would assume at 16, Aria has not slept with anyone before because we haven't heard of her having like a serious boyfriend. And her first time is going to be with a fucking teacher. Ugh. So yeah, A teacher in his office at a college on a couch that's like a public space. Because this is, like, Ezra just started working here. This hasn't always been his office. And I bet you that couch was there when he got the office. Ew. Like, so who knows who else had sex on that couch, let's yeah. be real. Yeah, oh my gosh. And then Aria, she wants to just it. do a quickie in 15 minutes. Like, I don't. My roommate I don't Emily believe... agrees that it's not how you should have sex for the first time. Nope, even if no. it's a good song playing in the background. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even 
even if there's a good song playing right. Emily needs to come on the podcast. Oh, she will. I told you I told you what episode she's gonna be on at. I yeah, can't she tell wants Abby to be, because it's a spoiler. She but wants know. to be on it's three eleven, right? I think. Something somewhere in season three she wants to be yeah. on. So we're gonna have Emily on. She has a lot of opinions similar to us. So it's gonna be a little bit more of the same, but we love her and oh. her opinions are like totally worth it. Um yeah. She loves she TV a, as much as I do. Specific, she wants to be on our podcast for the first time for the same episode that she watched Pretty Little Liars for for the first time. Um, mm. So that, that's that's, good. that's why she picked this episode. There's a particular okay. hashtag that showed up uh, in the bottom of a screen for this uh, particular episode. It is somewhere in season three. I'll double check and figure it out, but... I'm pretty sure it's like 11, 12, 13, 14, somewhere kind of like midway yeah, through midway season, to three. season three. I think it was the season three finale, actually. Or the, mid, the, the mid-season. The mid-season finale. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That would make sense. Um, um, but yeah, so. She might pop in for an episode before then, because, I mean, she's my roommate. She delivered me food today. So, like, she'll be around. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Corey's in the background sometimes. Yeah. He's sleeping right now. Aww. Little sleepy little bean. sleepy Corey. That's what I tell Dylan. He's a little sleepy bean. <laughs> um, There's a crying bean next door. Oh, no. Yeah, he's dead. Um, but, yeah, so they're having sex on a couch that, like, undoubtedly some other college student had sex on with their professor before. Um, and then... Highly probable. Fitz, so then, like, I think it's Ar- Aria stays while Fitz goes and teaches his class. And then he comes back and he's like, is something going on here, right? It's like after he comes back from class and he's like, mm-hmm. you tried to fuck me on my couch. Like, what's going on with you? And she's like, what? Nothing. It's fine. But, like, obviously something's wrong. Oh, yeah. Like, she's a really bad liar. For a show called Pretty Little Liars, she's not good at lying. They don't say pretty good liars. <laughs> They're pretty little liars. Come on, Emily, where's your head at? <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, Arya's like, I didn't have a sex dream about Jason. Can you just fucking drop it? And Fitz is like, but you did have a sex dream about Jason, and we should talk about it. Um, and then... Uh, and then we all threw up in our mouths. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. It was disgusting. And then um, Hannah's mom tries to make Emily feel comfortable in their home by making a really awkward comment about, like, not knowing how to tell if a friend is a girlfriend or a girlfriend. And I out loud said, well, if I'm making out with them, they're my girlfriend. If I'm not, they're a girl who's a friend. Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? How do I tell? The same way you tell your daughter has a friend that's a boy and not a boyfriend. Well, I think Emily has only ever had one boy who was a friend and he was also her boyfriend. You know? You mean Hannah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. I, I get you. That that's true and possible. Um, I like we well, except for Lucas, but I don't like because Lucas has come over before. 
Oh, yeah. I forgot about him, to be honest. He's been gone for a few episodes, so I don't yeah, blame Yeah, he's kind of dumb. But, um, but also, as far as, also, as far as we've seen, Lucas hasn't, like, stayed over for an extended period of time. Like, he's popped in and out for, like, short, short amounts of time. Um, so it was, like, an awkward conversation, but, like, I get what Mom was trying to do, and it was sweet of her considering Emily is a guest in her home and she's just trying to make Emily feel like it's also Emily's home because mm-hmm. she's going to be living there for a while. Um, but then what I don't understand is why they had poker night. Me like either. it was a weird, it was like, you can bring your girlfriend home for dinner, but then they had poker. Like it was a weird like jump of things. Yeah. And then they have cupcakes and they play poker and all and gets is that horrible A text. Well and good. And then A owns Emily. So she's like, if Zoe, A says, if Zoe leaves without your number, uh, oh, excuse me. If Zoe leaves without your digits, your lab results go viral. A, because recap everything has a nice little screenshot of that. <laughs> Love text. them. Love them. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. I don't know if it was recording. I think it was, but it may not have been when we were talking about how Emily could have done so many different things with this number to like yes. make it look like she was giving a number without actually giving a number. And mm-hmm. um, She's just a scaredy pants. And she could have done it in a way that was obvious enough to A without coming across as like she's trying to hit on one of Samara's friends. So... Uh, and then I think, um, I think she did a bad job of like not talking to Samara. Yeah. Also, I think it's weird that she like Emily and Quinn make eye contact, so like Emily knows that Quinn saw, and yet doesn't say anything to defend herself. Right. Yep. She just lets Quinn walk away. And she's just like digging herself a deeper hole. She doesn't yeah. think to go to go to Samara and be like, hey, I know that this happened and, like, Quinn saw it, so she's gonna tell you. You know what I mean? She'll let and also, her... like, Quinn, or, uh, sorry, A can't see Emily's texts, so she could have easily shot a text message to Samara and just been like, hey, Quinn's probably gonna tell you I gave my number to Zoe, but, like, there's more to the situation Please let me explain. Yeah, let's talk this out. And then, like, told her the next day. Because we all know that they fucking get texts. Because that's how Ace communicating with them. So, like, I don't know. It was just very, um, very poorly, like, gamed on Emily's part. Because, like, at this point, all they have to do is be slightly smarter than A in a couple of situations, like strategic situations, and they have the brain power to do it, and they're just not. Like, these girls are smarter than this. They are, but they're really dumb a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, no, she definitely... It's like, had I been an adult, and not a 16-year-old, I would have handled that way better. I definitely would have gone to the cops at the beginning of all of this, but I, I cannot know. base that That's my true. adult thoughts 
on other teenagers. Um, so then we get this second sex dream. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, as far as the way that things are filmed and, and, like, cinematically, I thought this one was way better done than her first sex dream. Oh, definitely. Like, I like the way that they did the transition between the two boys, and I think it was really cute and, like, well-planned. And, again, I do not condone adults sleeping with children. Hell Never. No. But, like, they did a good job of like making this dream sequence work um also uh recap everything says i'm not sure where dream aria finds a store that sells sexy negligee for high schoolers but good job on making your breasts look (laughs) very noticeable (laughs) um and also they mention on this site something about that they're intentionally covering ezra's abs ever since the debacle with the spray on fake abs but i don't remember fitz ever having fake abs hmm. i don't remember Maybe fitz we... ever being shirtless before today there was one point where he was wearing just like pajama bottoms oh so i'm I wondering do remember that now that you say i'm wondering it. if it was that episode but i wasn't paying enough attention to the abs as much as i was paying attention to the fact that he was walking around with his pants like just slightly above his penis like they they were very low. That was huh. the style. Yeah, yeah that was what just a time. The way. That was the look. Uh, also, okay, so then we go after Arya's second sex stream, we get into the Byron Ella Mike stuff. And as much as I hate Byron, for once he is being a good dad, and Ella is not being a very good mom. Yeah, but I feel like it's Ella's turn to take a break. You know, she's carried the weight of the world on her shoulders for so long. That's fair, but if your husband is worried that your son is suicidal, I feel like that's not the time to take a break in your good parenting. All right, I'll let you have that one. I'll let you (laughs) have it. doesn't seem like a a good time to check out to me. Um, And, like, I think I, I can kind of understand... Ella's point of things is she like she doesn't want to admit that her son is broken or hurting or damaged whatever like whatever scary incorrect term you want to use for someone that's dealing with depression like whatever kind of going through it yeah like whatever kind of unintelligent term that people associate with depression like she doesn't want to see her son as someone that's damaged like he could easily be fixed she didn't raise a depressed kid right exactly and so um so i think like it makes sense why she reacts the way that she does but also with Byron having the experience of his brother committing suicide, which, which is, sad. is extremely sad. And it's definitely like what they imply. Um, I feel like I would listen even louder to Byron's concerns because he's watched it happen. And if he's concerned that Mike is exhibiting symptoms that his brother did, 
like, that's something I would pay extra attention to. But also, I think that Mike just deserves to go to therapy as much as Aria does. Like, if they're sending Aria to therapy, why aren't they sending Mike to therapy? Also. I think that everybody should go to therapy. Everybody. Byron and Ella need some therapy, no, too. No, I mean, yeah. like, everyone in the whole well, world. Everybody should go to therapy. Anybody should go, yeah. Always. Therapy's good for you. Um, Just talk to an unbiased person about the shit that's going on in your life. Therapy's yeah, well, and it's, everyone should it's do good it. to have, like, a sounding board. Because if you speak to an unbiased third party, they can tell you, no, you're the one that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, because there's a lot of people out there uh, that just always assume that everybody else is the problem. But then you realize, like, if you're the only constant in every situation, maybe something you're doing is wrong. Um, that Like, this is something that's come up because I'm listening to a podcast about, like, freelancers dealing with clients and one of the things that comes up is like a client will come in and will be like every graphic designer I've worked with before this has been a complete garbage and it's like okay well that can't be true especially if you're telling me you've worked with 10 other graphic designers like the constant is you maybe you're the problem like it's good to have someone that you know is removed from the situation to tell you the truth whether it's yeah. you or someone else or someone who just doesn't have any stakes in the situation. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like sometimes you just need that extra person to tell you when you're wrong. But also because... to tell you when you're right. Yeah. For those who because have, you like, need the you so. need the validation, but you also need the like reality check. Yeah. And when someone is has no stakes in the situation like a therapist should um, then it's all good. Yeah. Moral um, of the story, go to therapy if you fail in it. Go to therapy. Everyone should go to therapy. That's my, that's my, if you take anything away from this podcast, it's that. It's don't sleep with children and go to therapy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so, um, it's interesting to see what they're doing with Mike. Yeah. Um, and how they're handling it. I think I think it's putting him in a different light and it's making him like more of a person. Yeah, he's not just an annoying little nuisance, like whiny brat anymore. It's the same way that they did with Jenna. It was like Jenna was just this kind of like evil mean girl character and then all of a sudden they like slap you in the face and remind you like, She's blind because she's a 16 year old kid that got blinded by some like other girls in her class. Mm-hmm. And same deal. It's like Mike's been portrayed as this like whiny, bitchy, annoying little brother character. And now it's like, oh shit, like Mike's a person with feelings and he just doesn't know how to express them. So, and then Jason shows up. And gives Aria a business card that she could have, like, easily given, or that he could have easily given to Byron when Byron answered the door. Or Ella when he was at school because they fucking work together. Yeah. Well, and, like, he says, your dad said you'd be right down. Like, yeah. It's gross. Also, when he, like, lingers his hand on her shoulder. Get out. Yeah. Disgusting. But yeah, so like, 
he very intentionally like grabs her in a way that's like I'm grabbing you because I'm sexually attracted to you like it was a very weird deliberate like motion yeah it Um, was very like and then Arya pretends Arya pretends she has a test tomorrow but tomorrow's Sunday okay they are all the worst damn liars right it's like they're not even trying doesn't Mr. Brinks teach bio oh yeah I guess I have that test too but like also you know Jason went to your school and like he was literally there if this is Saturday then he was literally there on Friday because that's when you told Emily about the sex dream so it's like he knows what's going on like oh I have a test coming up and I need to study like that's all she could beg lie why does it have to be so specific but also I'm sorry but like even when you're flustered like you would know who your history teacher is. Yeah. I can't think of a single history teacher that I had. Right, but you're not currently in school. Correct. Like, Correct. if if you were, like, actively taking a class, it wouldn't be... I only remember one of my history teachers. Um, but, like, it wouldn't have been that hard to be, like, oh, Mr. Smiley's test is whatever versus, like, my science teacher, Mr. B, or whatever it was. Um, you had, genuinely had a teacher named Mr. Smiley? Yes. That he was, was my his eighth, name? My eighth grade U.S. history teacher. That's incredible. That's an incredible name. It was, and he is probably the best teacher I've ever had. Can you like, ask overall. him if he was ever beat up for having a silly name? I don't know. <laughs> I probably could. Him and his brother, and I believe they have a sister. Wow, so there's lots so of many of them. Yeah, well, and then he's got three kids <gasps> and a wife, and they're, so they're all smileys. That's fantastic. Is it spelled the way I think it should be spelled? Yeah, S-M-I-L-E-Y, smiley. Oh my god, that's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Fantastic. Pretty great. Also, why does Jason, like, leave the house and, like, turn around and double back to, like, stare in the window like he's going to murder her? Well, I think, I mean, we figure out later with all those pictures that he's been taking, like, that's why he's all creepy with her. It's so weird. And, like, why with the picture? I don't know. Jason. He's disgusting. Jason's a weird, a weird one. Yeah, um, on a scale also, of 1 to 10, he's at least a negative 11. Also, Addie's prediction was wrong, and Caleb still gets to meet his mom. So Hannah I, didn't ruin everything. I I love the three, I think it was three scenes of them together, but I really liked how Hannah handled it. And with telling him, especially when he was at the swing set, and she was like, what's the worst that could happen? You'll never talk to her again. What's the best? Like, you get an answer about all the last 12 years, and anything is better than what you're doing now. Like, I think she handled that so maturely. Mm-hmm. And I was very sad when he said he was leaving. But it'll be exciting. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I thought I thought they did a really good job um, acting like those scenes. And then... Um, 
I think that it was cute that Hannah also calls her dad. Yes. Post. I mean, it was Caleb a stuff. It was such a parallel to like she's avoiding making the phone call to her dad and like moving forward and figuring this out and mm-hmm. you know like forging ahead with this relationship yeah yeah she's telling Caleb like you should do this like this is everything you've wanted and it's true Hannah wants a relationship with her dad at the end of the day it's what she's always wanted it might not be perfect because he's not with mom anymore but it's going to be healthier with him not being with mom true it's going to be healthier and potentially happier exactly and I think she realized that you know she can take her own advice of her just sitting there and not calling dad and ignoring it isn't going to make it better like she can either decide to never talk to dad again or talk to dad and have that relationship so i'm glad I feel like she there's did. not a lot of spencer in this episode i was fine with it <laughs> for, for all of the spencer that's in the previously on there is not a lot of Spencer. Well, I think it was, episode. like, similar to that one episode where Emily had nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah, all she did was rub her shoulder. Yeah. Um, well, to oh, prove wait, that no, she was going to use the cream. Because Spencer, they broke into the place. Spencer was horrible, lying, trying to get her mom out of the house. Um, I also oh, really yeah, thought I it did, was funny. I how, forgot about that. Spencer's trying yeah. to, like, rush her mom out of the house. I thought it was hilarious how Jason... Uh, to like secure his shed puts the key on top and I was like oh such suburbia security yeah also <laughs> could we talk about for a second and I don't know when Aria puts this outfit on but she was at least wearing it when Jason came over to the house she's wearing a belt that's an arrow that points like straight down yeah and for an episode where all Arya's trying to do or all Arya has been doing is having sex, dream sex with boys or trying to have sex with boys, it seems like a weird fashion choice on the wardrobe, oh, yeah. totally. wardrobe department. Or an intentional one. Yeah. I mean, Casey Musgrave said, follow your arrow wherever it points. <laughs> um, that was inappropriate. I'm so sorry. I... <laughs> Like I said, I did not Again, eat much today, and I'm I a am, little tipsy. I'm that's sorry. Okay. Here we are. Again, I am all for a girl doing whoever or whatever they want. Unless she is one a, of child them is a child. Trying to sleep with adults, slash adults trying to sleep with her. And that's where I have a problem. Yeah, that's the bummer of it. Yeah, I'm all for people sleeping with whoever they want, unless that whoever they want is a child. That's it. Yeah. Those that's that's my line. <laughs> yeah. So then so Spencer's rushing mom out of the house, right? So her and Emily can break into Jason's shed and leave the flashlight very obviously. I just don't get how you drop a damn flashlight. <gasps> you just drop everything. I drop everything. I could drop everything. I drop no, so I just many meant, things. Oh, my I'd God. Like, I just meant, like, how, like, I guess not drop it, but how would you just leave it there and not yeah, grab I, it? Like, they yeah. weren't in. There we go. That, not sorry. Not drop it. enough of a rush to have left it the way that Spencer's like, just leave it. Like, they were not in enough of a rush to have just left it. Also, okay, I watched this episode earlier, but I also take care of a baby all day. 
And apparently I missed the part where Jason kissed Arya. What? I don't remember that. So there so he rolls. So she goes out and she gets sugar on her study break. And I saw this scene, but I was paying attention to the Jenna and Garrett part of the scene. So they're sitting in Garrett's car and Garrett's like explaining things to Jenna. And then Jenna's like, whatever, I'll see it soon enough. Uh, to just hammer in the fact that uh, she's gonna Jenna's get going to get her eyes back, and yep. um, apparently somewhere in that scene, while Jason and Arya are talking, he kisses her. Yeah, it was. We disgusting. love love, except when it's children. Uh, unless it's children dating children, because like Hannah and Caleb, they can do whatever they want. It's great. Well. Um, I wouldn't say whatever they want because, like, they probably shouldn't be doing drugs and stuff. You know what? As long as they're safe, you're right. They can do you're whatever right. they want. I'd rather you do it in the house. Um, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of drugs that most people should not be doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, child sure. or not, like, meth is bad for you. Um, but uh, but they can kiss and have sex all they want because it's legal. Um, as long as it's and consenting. Then, so then we keep getting vague scenes between Garrett and Jenna where they talk about whatever they did to Jason. And we're getting significantly less answers, so I'd wish they'd just stop putting Garrett and Jenna strategically in a car somewhere stalking Jason. Yep. But whatever it is, they don't want him to remember it. And for some reason, him talking to Arya is going to make him remember. Did they give um, him rupees? I don't know. Is that a Kelly prediction? It is a Kelly prediction. I don't remember this. Um, but then <laughs> Jason finally goes back and realizes someone breaks in. Yeah, because they left a flashlight fucking on. Like the idiots in the middle they of are. the studio. Whatever. Well, they were too busy to go back. <laughs> oh, I just hate how Spencer's like, just leave it, and I'm like, that's so dumb. At least turn it yeah. off. But also, but then that's like, where they find all the creepy. The photos yeah, why does of Jason Aria, have surveillance, surveillance equipment and creepy equipment. pictures of Aria? So I was like, oh, maybe Jason is working with a. Because I feel like Jason wouldn't be a. That would just be weird. I'm writing that down. Well, I feel like he hates Allison too much than to, like, torment them with her about Allison, you know? Okay. Um, and then Jason obviously knows that someone was in his shed. And then he clears it all out like a punk. And then they go back <laughs> and he just leaves the flashlight so that they know that he knows. It's like that Friends episode. We know that they know, but... They don't, they don't know, know that, that we, we know. know. Yep. That they know that we know that they know. Um, I know, you know, that I'm a Psych theme song. Um, and then the A scene is a picture being developed in a dark room of Emily and Spencer with flashlights looking at the pictures of Aria. Ooh. An upwardsy angle. Yep. So, like, was A hanging upside down like a bat? Oh my god, A is Spider-Man. <laughs> um, 
And that's it, though, right? Yeah, that's, I think, all that happens. Yeah. Pretty much. Ari has lots of sex dreams and then tries to have lots of real sex. And then apparently Jason kisses her. Um, So a lot goes on in the adults trying to have sex with children side of things. Yep. Spencer's just a regular day in Rosewood. Oh, yeah. Well, and Emily kisses Samara and plays poker with a bunch of adults, Mm -hmm. which I feel like somehow also must be illegal. I guess, can you play poker in your own home if you're under 18? uh, As long as you're not actually gambling. Yeah, but they were betting dollars. Were they betting dollars? Yeah, Mm -hmm. because Emily was a lot better at it than all of them. The predictions Addie made during the discussion today are that Lucas is dumb, and Jason isn't A, but is working with A. He hates Allie too much to be A. And then I had the prediction that A was Spider-Man. Yeah. Next week. Perfect. Next week, we're watching and discussing season two, episode 10, Touched by an angel. <laughs> the first episode where they put the A in the title the way that podcast. Um, so, I'm Addie, what does touched by an angel mean to you? Uh, maybe some more flashbacks about Allie. She's going to touch them because she's an angel and dead. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm writing it just like that. Touch them because she's an angel and dead. Perfect. That's all the secrets we can share today. For all of our updates, or if you just want to say hi, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at APLL Podcast. Or you can send us an email at a pretty little liars podcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. We'd like to extend our thanks to Tim Buell for the marvelous music. And a thank you to Anne Allen for the amazing artwork. And an extra special thank you to you for listening. Until next time, bitches. bitches.